Did you know that there is a random acts of kindness day? Well, there is, and we're here to tell you more about it and share some ideas of what you could do to show kindness to others. Stay tuned. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, a show that lifts, encourages, supports, and educates mothers to do their best in their awesome responsibility to raise, teach, and champion the rising generation. Join us as we talk to and answer questions from mothers nationwide about the challenges, heartbreaks, joys, and lessons learned from one mother to another. Welcome to American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. And today we're talking about kindness. I am Deanne Taylor, your host, and I'm so excited to welcome back to Mom to Mom podcast, our wonderful American Mothers chairman of the Golden Rule Movement. Welcome back, Emily Brooks. Thanks for having me, Deanne. This is one of my favorite topics is kindness. Well, you're one of the kindest people I know, so it just goes hand in hand. You show us by your example of what mm. we can do to be kind. Thank so. you. That's so kind of you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. Why don't you share with us a little bit about the Random Acts of Kindness Day? So Random Acts of Kindness Day will be happening on February 17th. And the week of Random Acts of Kindness Week starts off on Valentine's Day, the 14th, and it runs through the 20th. So there is that one day on the 17th that is the official day, but that whole week is Random Acts of Kindness Week. You've got plenty of time to perform several different acts of kindness. It makes sense that Valentine's Day is a perfect day to start. You're thinking about being kind and loving and showing how you feel for the people that you know. It's a good time to start thinking about showing kindness to people you might not know. Very true. And there are so many simple ways we can do that. Even loaning a book that you really enjoyed to a friend. It can be something that simple or opening a door for someone. It just really makes them feel special and it makes you feel good about yourself too, to be able to do something nice for someone else. It's amazing how it impacts you and help other people, but also when people help you, you've got to feel good about being recognized that someone saw a need that maybe you didn't even recognize that you had. Absolutely. I've had friends that do that. I had a really bad day one day with my kids and my friend called and says, let's take our kids to the park. And I go, not, no, there's no way, <laughs> no way. They, it was a Saturday. They haven't done their chores and, and I just, it just isn't going to happen. Well, within 10 or 15 minutes, she was knocking at my door with her children and her children came to help my children do their chores. Why she and I could sit down and she could help me decompress. And oh, I that sounds nice. What that a friend. Was, yes, that she saw that was an important need for me. I would never have thought about sitting down and decompressing. But that was a good help for me because in the future, I recognized, ooh, maybe I just need to take a break and decompress and then get back in a situation where I'm not so frustrated. Yes. Well, that helped 100%. me long term. Yeah. Need that. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. it's important to have that time to decompress. It makes us better moms. Right. Well, I'm sure that you have something to share with us about someone that showed kindness to you. I'd love to hear it. It was 
Such a good one. My family and I were returning from a trip and we had had some different flight delays throughout the day. And I was just really worn out and I was frustrated from things not going smoothly travel wise. And so I was kind of feeling bummed out. And this young man walked over to me and he said, hi, my name is Drew and I want you to have this. And he handed me a business card with a beautifully drawn rainbow on it. And he said, I drew that. He was a young man of special abilities. And um, it said on the card a little bit more about him and that he loves to draw rainbows and give them to people and to spread kindness and joy to others. It had his website on there. And so I looked it up and he has handed out, I think it's 18,000 of those cards now and to make other people's days bright. He also has a foundation to support other special ability artists. And so he has a really beautiful website. It's Drew's Rainbow, rainbowsart.com. And he has just a really amazing story of how he has shared his love of art and drawing rainbows and sharing them with others. But when I received that from him, I had had just this challenging day and that small act of kindness made me really teary. It just really hit my heart. It was just something so beautiful that he's been able to share so many acts of kindness when others. And if I was impacted that much in just that small amount of time by his kindness, I can't imagine how many others have been impacted and have a special story of when they met Drew. I love that story. It also takes courage to walk up and hand that to somebody. Absolutely. And especially someone you don't know. Right. And somehow I felt like he sensed that I was maybe having a tough day or a tough time. And that's why he picked me to give this special card to wish me happiness and cheer me up. And that meant so much, especially when I was having a challenging time. Some people are very empathetic. They can sense when someone's having a bad day Mm -hmm. and to go out of your way and just make a comment or good morning or a smile or something like Drew did. Mm. Uh, That's pretty amazing for people to be willing to do that. I agree. He has made such a huge impact and affected other people's lives in such a positive way through his desire to spread kindness. That's great. Thank you for joining us. And if you think of anything else, let's put it on the Facebook page, American Mothers Inc. on Facebook. And then we can continue sharing stories because the golden rule of movement and acts of kindness should be happening every day. Just not the week of random acts of kindness week or February 17th. You're the lady in charge of that. agree with you a hundred percent on that. It should be something every day. And it's fun to come up with creative ways that we can do some of those special little things too. I'm going to take this in another angle. What can mothers do to help their children understand the importance of showing kindness to other people on the playground, in the store? 
Do you have any ideas? I think really teaching our kids empathy and being able to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes is important and to imagine maybe what it might be like to go through a difficulty that maybe somebody else is going through. And when we can understand a little bit better what someone else might be facing, I think it gives us a chance to understand where they're coming from and maybe wanting to reach out a little bit more and to show them kindness in some way. Thank you for sharing that. I think that'll be helpful for some of us. Well, I'm working with grandchildren now and trying to help them understand other people. And they're pretty good. I think kids are pretty understanding because they get bad days and they like it when people are nice to them. Yes, we all do. Well, thank you, Emily. I appreciate your time. And we will listen to some more stories about random acts of kindness people have shared. Thank you, Deanne. I am so happy that my friend Doris Donnelly is able to join us today to share her thoughts about kindness and some experiences she's had. Well, Deanne, thank you for having me. It is such a joy to be with you. One of the first things I'd like to share with you about kindness was something that happened to me about 25 years ago, and it has stuck with me. So I was having a major surgery, and while I was in the hospital, some of my dear girlfriends from one of my Sunday school classes snuck into my house, and they cleaned my house from top to bottom. We're talking vacuuming, cleaning the bathrooms, my kitchen. They did my laundry. One of the moms of one of my girlfriends actually even did all of my ironing. And later I asked my girlfriend, I said, how did you know it was my ironing? She said, it looked just like my ironing pile. They decorated with tulips and the little conversation hearts that you get around Valentine's Day. And then when I came home, I walked into the house and of course, my eyes leaked tears of joy and I was moved beyond measure because I felt treasured. I felt loved. I felt cared for. And to think that these women loved me enough to do something so extraordinary as clean my house, because that's an intimate thing. Most of us would never ask for that. So here I am 25 years later, and it still moves me to think that they would do that for me. So it has inspired me over the years to do similar things for other women. If I know that they're having surgeries or say to follow their inspirational leadership and do something like that for others. I'm really happy that Julie's decided to share some of her experiences about kindness with us. Julie? Hi, everyone. I'm delighted to be here. I'm Julie Cangelosi from Washington, D.C. And kindness and the importance of really just giving back has been part of my life ever since I was a little girl. I really attribute everything to my mom, who always taught my sister and I that 
you just really never know what's going on in somebody's life. And a lot of times we all put a brave face, but there are some secret grief or sadness that may be behind our eyes. And it's really important to be able to give back and show that kindness, even as simple as a smile, because that can really change the course of somebody's day. As a lost mom myself, I know firsthand the small acts of kindness could really change my day. I still remember someone holding a door when I'm leaving a doctor's office and as simple as have a nice day. And it may sound so simple, right? Have a nice day. Something we could say to just anybody, but on those moments where you are just grieving inside and someone took that time to show that little bit of kindness, it changes the course of that day. I had a thought, Julie, when you were talking about I your children and I thought the, we always talk about the act of kindness but what about the art of kindness? You're right. I never thought of that either until now you're just saying that. <laughs> so it's funny when you say the art of kindness, because it does take me back where what I was saying earlier about leading by example. And if it's something that you're always witnessing, I think it becomes a sense of normalcy. And to you, spreading kindness wherever you go, or as I would joke as a pageant queen to leaving kindness and a little sparkle wherever I go, I think just becomes second nature. And I do think that when children especially can witness that, it just becomes ingrained in their makeup. And it's just something that they will naturally do and just want to spread kindness without expecting anything in return. Because I think that would be the difference of spreading kindness versus the art of kindness to me. You're not expecting anything. And you just love that positive feeling that it gives you as well as witnessing joy in others. So I think there is an art of kindness. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Tiffany Bear has a really great concept and story to share with us. My name is Tiffany Bear and I live in North Carolina. And the concept of kindness and showing kindness and receiving kindness and what I feel about that. I think my whole life I had a great example in my mother who was kind to everyone and was an angel to everyone. <clears throat> including me. So I received many kindnesses growing up from her. But the last few years, I just feel like it's become something where my whole purpose, I just pray that I can help people, that I can minister to someone that day, my family and also others. And so that is very fulfilling to me because I just want to feel like I am God's hands and an instrument for him. <clears throat> so the idea of kindness, that is kind of how I'm trying to live my life. One instance that I had that morning, I had prayed that I could be of service to someone that day. <clears throat> and I went on my day like normal. Sometimes things like that happen. You just kind of forget what you even said in the morning, <clears throat> but I was driving and it was a busy road. And on the other side of the traffic, I saw a woman who was walking and it was very hot. North Carolina summer is very hot and humid. And she looked dejected. She looked exhausted. I looked at her and I thought, I feel like I should help her in some way. But she was on the other side of traffic. It was very busy. And even if I wanted to help her, I don't even know where I would have stopped. And I'm not the type of person that I just invite people into my car. <clears throat> and so I went on my way. I went shopping and I exited 
the store. I got in my car. I'm about to drive on the main road and I see this woman and she approaches me in my car and I roll my window down and she asked if she could use my phone because as we talked, I found out that she thought she was getting a free oil change at the dealership. Turns out it cost $25. She hadn't been paid yet. She needed to ask a friend to give her some money before she got paid next. So I said, do you just want to get in and have a ride? And this was during COVID. And so it was also one of these things we didn't interact as much with people during that time anyway, but she got in my car. I drove her to the dealership. I I usually don't have cash in my wallet, but I said, you can just have this. You can just have the $25. And I gave her a little bit of extra. And I said to her, I just realized you were an answer to my prayer today. I prayed to be able to be God's hands today and you were that answer for me. So thank you. I reflected on that after and this idea of random acts of kindness. And I thought that wasn't random at all because that act of kindness had been orchestrated by God. By doing it, he'd helped two of his children. One, she needed help financially. She needed a ride. And the other was me who just wanted to feel like I was serving God. And so both of us were able to have our needs met. And I was so grateful that God had even helped me to pay attention to her as I was driving, because if I hadn't had that thought, I don't think I would have invited her into my car. We welcome Luann to tell us a story about her friend who showed up and did some wonderful things for her when she needed help. Hi, my name is Luann Christensen, and I'm from Utah. To me, kindness is so important. And it's not big things, it's just the little things that make so much difference. I had back surgery and I had titanium rods put in my lower back and I was trying to recuperate from that. And it was autumn time and my friend knew that I had two big patches of flowers that I cleaned out before winter came. And she knew that there was no way that I could get out there and pull those flowers up with having the surgery that I'd had. And so she just showed up one day at my house and up those dead dried out flowers and put them in the garbage can and just did it just without a word just without a word just because she knew that that would help and it did and then it wasn't but a couple years later and our son john passed away she just showed up at my door one day and it was a day that she needed to because i needed to cry and i needed somebody who i could put my shoulder on and just wail. (laughs) She was there for me. And I didn't call her. I didn't do anything. She was just sensitive to what I was going through. And it made such a big difference for me. We're happy that Rachel DeVore from Georgia is joining us today to share her thoughts about kindness. Hi, I'm Rachel DeVore, and I'm so glad to be here. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. And I am so excited to be here to talk about kindness with you. To me, I think of kindness, sometimes I think what we do with our actions, I kind of think of it as a paintbrush and we're always painting. We can choose to paint smiles. We can choose to paint frowns throughout our day. And I just think of kindness as just painting smiles around the world. And I'm so grateful for the people that have shown me kindness. And I'm grateful when I get to pay it forward as well. I'm a mother. (laughs) And in the day to day, sometimes it can feel monotonous. 
And so a little while back, I felt a little overwhelmed by the drudgery of it all. I felt like I spent all of my time going grocery shopping. I felt like I was going to Walmart every day. And I felt like if I had to go to Walmart one more time, I just might be sick. (laughs) But of course, I had to keep grocery shopping for my family. It's just part of the job. So I just prayed to Heavenly Father and asked for help. And a little while later, I went to Walmart. And when I got there, I walked right through the door and I saw a woman at the checkout and she had her baby in one hand and she was trying to scan her groceries and bag them with the other hand. And I had been there cause I'm a mom. So I just went up to her and offered to help. I said, can I help you at all? Cause I know that's a tough spot. And she said, yes, can you hold my baby? She said, she just pooped. <laughs> and I said, I will hold her. And so she finished bagging her groceries and I went and got her some paper towels. And then I just washed my hands and my arms and I went on my way. So it was just a little thing, but I was really grateful to to be able to be helpful in the day-to-day of motherhood. It felt good to do something out of the ordinary. Nadine has a really powerful story that involves her five-year-old son, Nadine. I'm Nadine Millam and I live in Waterville, Michigan. And experience that kind of opened my eyes to kindness was my middle child. He tends to be a little materialistic (laughs) and we were in New York city and we were going into a restaurant and we ate and I noticed that he had ordered his favorite food, but he kept half of it and didn't touch it at all. And then at the end of the meal, he said to the waiter, he's like, he's, he's only five, but he said, can you wrap all this up and give me a fork and a knife? And I want a fancy napkin too. (laughs) The waiter's like, okay. And then he's like, can I get a drink to go? My favorite drink is root beer. And he's like, okay, we'll get you a drink to go. And he carried it all out. And I realized as soon as we walked out, he gave this man that had been sitting on the sidewalk, this fancy napkin, and he laid it on his lap. And then he gave him the drink and then he laid the food on his lap. And I realized I had not even noticed that man that he had been sitting there. And he had probably been very hungry. And my five-year-old had taken time to notice him. And he had this plan in his head that he was going to share his favorite food with him, with his fancy napkin and his fork and knives. And I noticed that, but I didn't like this. He did steal the salt and pepper shakers. (laughs) So he had to take those back. (laughs) But... He tried really hard and it was really cute. And I think I'll always remember that because we're supposed to be kind and loving and children can teach us how to be that. I think all the time in my work, when I see kids that have been not treated the best, it's always surprising to me when they'll come into my office and they'll bring me just a little doll or something like that and say, I've been thinking of you and here, do you want this? Or I've drawn this picture for you. And I think how amazing it is that these precious little kids are doing things for other people when they've been treated 
kind of bad. And it just makes me want to do more for my neighbors and more for the people that I see and to help other people. Hi, I am thrilled today that we have Meg Johnson with us. Welcome, Meg. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Do you have some stories about kindness you'd like to share with us? I'm going to tell you about a time I was going to a speech. So I'm a speaker and I was on my way to a speech and on the drive, I saw a red car and it had pulled off on the side of the freeway and the guy in the car, the driver had his head in his hands. Like he was clearly and visibly upset about being on the side of the road. He wasn't trying to fix his car. The hood was popped, but he was very sad. And even though I'm in a wheelchair and like I can't walk and I don't know what I'm going to do. I just quick pull over. I don't know, a half a mile in front of him. And <laughs> this is not a driving podcast. No one should take a driving tip from what I'm about to say. Okay. Nobody should do this, but I did it. So I back up on the freeway, like way in the shoulder, all the way to his car. So I'm right next to him. So it's just me and him. So I can lean out the window and just see if he's okay. And he's got his head in his hands and he just looks so sad. And I call out to him. I was like, Hey, 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 Hey. I was like, I have a cell phone. I can't walk. I can't like help you, but I have a cell phone. Do you want me to call someone to help you here? Do you need help? Can I get you some? And he looks up and he looks at me and it's obvious that he had been crying and he smiled so big and he said, no, someone's on their way. Thank you so much for stopping. Some people might think I wasted my time or I probably was pretty dangerous, but they didn't see his face. They didn't see his face and the look of relief that someone would have even offered to help him. Even though I had nothing much to offer, just the little offer of help to him made him smile and made him feel like it was going to be okay, at least for a little bit, even though I couldn't fix his problems at all. Just the fact that I cared was, was very impactful for him. And I could tell by looking at his face, I continued on my way to my speech and I gave it and it was just fine. And then the next day I went and I gave another speech in Salt Lake city and my car was kind of overheating crazy before I got there. And so I just gave it a break and I parked in a parking garage and I turned it off and I went and I gave my speech thinking my car just needed like a little nap. And then I came back out and I get in my car and it, it needed more than a nap. And so it is like overheating and crazy. And I start to drive and it's having a terrible time and it ends up completely breaking down in the middle of Salt Lake City in July, the hottest part of the day. It was so horrible. And I call my husband and I was like, my God, I broke down. And he's like, well, are you okay? And I'm like, well, yeah. And he's like, are you too hot? Because something with being a quadriplegic is I can't control my temperature. And so I was like, no. And I look up and I'm in the shade of the only tree on the street. And then he's like, well, are you really sure you're okay in the shade? And I could feel a big breeze come through my car. And I was like, well, actually it's kind of breezy and shady here. And he's like, do you have any food? Are you okay? And they at the speech had given me water and food to go home. And I was like, yeah, I, I guess I'm okay. And he's like, then I'll call AAA. And I said a prayer and I was like, Holy Father, thank you for blessing me so much. What did I do to deserve to be blessed so much? And I remembered stopping and asking that guy in the red car if he was okay on that hot day when he was pulled over. And I really feel like when we look out for others, God looks out for us. When we show kindness, kindness is shown to us. And it's kind of a miraculous and wonderful theme that we're taking care of when we seek to take care. And there you go. We have had two episodes on kindness to celebrate Kindness Month and Random Acts of Kindness Week, which is February 14th through February 20th. 
with the special Random Acts of Kindness Day on February 17th. We hope you've been inspired by some of the stories and feel good about what people can do for one another and they help inspire you to show kindness and maybe turn the act of kindness into the art of kindness. We will be highlighting kindness activities throughout the year. So if you have something, get on Facebook page or Instagram and share those with us. We can share them during our podcast. Thank you for joining us. A couple of episodes ago, we had a discussion about the United Nations and what impact American Mothers has on that organization as a non-governmental organization. Join us next time to hear more, including some interesting experiences of the delegates. This will give you a different slant on how important the United Nations is with American Mothers being involved. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of mom-to-mom encouragement. We understand that being a mother can be overwhelming, but we hope that you found something useful you can apply to your own life. We invite you to share this episode with a friend who might also enjoy the message. The mission of American Mothers is to support mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. We want each one of you to discover and share your innate, inherent, and natural abilities to bless your children and others. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of American Mothers Incorporated, its members or employees. AMI is not responsible for, nor does it verify the accuracy of the information contained in the podcast, nor does the series constitute any professional advice or services. We look forward to visiting with you one mom to another next week. Until then, just do your best at mothering and remember you're not alone. You've got an army of mothers all around you cheering you on.